All right, welcome to the next episode of the Success Mindset Podcast. I am excited about today's episode. Uh, first, how the tables have turned, Mr. Tran. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we get to have you uh, on the mic instead of behind the camera. Uh, but I'm excited about today's episode. Uh, really, first of all, celebrating you guys uh, and, and the contribution you've made to Think 3D as you guys are both getting ready to take these next steps in your careers and your lives, uh, really unpacking a little bit about your journey with Think3D. As people have seen our growth, our journey, uh, wanna get some of your guys' perspective personally, uh, what you've seen within the business and how you think about life differently a little bit. So I'll be tossing you guys some questions and getting some perspective on that. Sounds good. But first for me, um, you know, success, the best definition I've ever heard of success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And so I want to take back, I'm going to start with you, Mr. Tran, because you were number four to the team, right? So we started off with a couple guys in a room, an OG. added uh, Mr. Dan Card, and then uh, summer of 2020, yeah. uh, all of a sudden we said, hey, we want to expand. We had this beautiful studio space that we mm -hmm. were trying to step into, and, and uh, timing was right, and you joined the team. So just share a little bit. Um, in the last couple of years almost, you know, how has your perspective of, you know, culture, life just grown in general? What's because your broad view of, of how you've grown as a person and how you view the world in the last few years? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to give some preface that I've been around you guys, though, since 2018. Yes. Technically, just a young buck straight out of college, had no idea what I was doing. So I've been around you guys when you guys were in a tiny corner of, a, of someone else's office space. Mm hmm. Uh, so to see the growth in the business in the last four years, it's, uh, it's been crazy. It's been absolutely crazy to see it. And, you know, it was one of those things like I was, I, I was already, um, stargaze. I was like, oh man, these guys are, they're saying some really cool stuff already, but I was still a little too young to really appreciate it and understand it where I think, uh, starting to work here and being around you guys all the time my perspective on a, on a lot of a lot of things of just like ways of approaching life and uh, ways of approaching people and what it truly means to like have a real company culture mm -hmm. that is uh so far beyond like what we always talk about like it's not the fiscal things it's not the it's not the ping pong table in the in the break room it's it's letting your employees know that they're listened to and that they're cared for mm -hmm. based on what their needs actually are like what fill like what fulfills their cup yeah. So coming out of this is like, I know like going forward, like I, I can't not be a better version of myself. Yeah. Right. And like, I know that your voice is going to ring in my head every time I don't want to do something. <laughs> I'm, and I'm here, success lies on the other side of, I don't feel like it. Or like, just say you're okay being average today, bro. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah. God damn it, get out of my head. Like, I'm gonna go do it now. But like, yeah. So it's a, I couldn't imagine not having gotten been here because it was like I think it's been quintessential to like my 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 success and like who I'm going to be as like a dad and a business owner and just like for myself you yeah. know like truly believing in myself for once mm -hmm. versus like believing in everybody else's idea yeah I've appreciated that seeing your growth um obviously giving yourself credit and permission to know that you're capable of more obviously you know the talent those type of things but it's okay to step in and, and spend time for yourself which you really haven't because you've really been in the last year Obviously, running two full-time jobs, working here, uh, building your business and stuff like that. Uh, and even if not in your head, you're definitely here from your wife. Uh, are you okay being average? Oh, my God. <laughs> Get up. So I love, I love that you got yeah. that, that um, perspective at home. 
Uh, Bree, you joined us in January of 21. Uh, so share a little bit. Again, we always talk about the soil process. What are you soaking in? What are some things that you soaked in the last year, almost year and a half, uh, riding alongside of us? You were number five to the team, so Tommy's number four. You were number five. What are some things that you've soaked in over the last year and a half? So much. It's hard to know where to start. So when I started, I also jumped into the Leaders of Tomorrow program right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was the biggest thing. I had previously worked for myself for like five years. Um, I had been single, I've recently married. So a lot of it had been what my like success meant just to me myself. And I didn't have to account that for anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so then I jumped into this incredible team and a family that I was now also accountable to. And so that was the biggest thing for me is just the accountability beyond myself of what that impact can look like and how success for me isn't just defined on my personal success. It's about the success of people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that included the team. That included my stepdaughter. That included my husband. Um, so that's been cool to see my mind expand just beyond what I was doing personally. Um, and just knowing what a workplace can and should feel like. I had purposely worked for myself for a while after coming out of a pretty bad work experience. Um, so that's been cool too, just knowing what support from leadership can look like in having fun with the team can look like. I mean, we have more fun than just about anywhere I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, so the growth has come in lots of different ways personally, whether that's in my mind, spiritually, all sorts of ways. Yeah, that's really good. I think um, life is about that journey, and, and we realize, obviously, there's work to be done. And, and, and by, by any means, you know, we're not perfect, but we're willing to grow, right? And that's, you know, a lot of people see the stuff we're doing in the community. They see the organizations we're working with, and they don't realize the behind the scenes. We were before we got on camera. We were talking about doing one of our graduations. <laughs> where Breeze setting it up, doing the things, running audio because we were just double booked. And it's been, you know, obviously where we're at today is is by and large because of the team that we've had, and, and really appreciate you guys being part of that journey. Uh, I want to go to that next letter in the soil process, observation, right? It's a, I, we, I say oftentimes in training, it's probably the most underutilized um, thing available to us. And people just don't observe what's happening in society around us, right? And culture has been this buzzword for this last decade, obviously. And we talk about it at a much uh, different clip, a much more personal clip, why every single person should be invested into it. Uh, obviously, we have our core saying a culture will emerge whether intended or not. But if it's not one you invest in, it's one you pay for. As you guys think about just observing the world around you, now that you have, you've had this elevated perspective of obviously we are a growing company, our growing culture, but obviously how we train culture. How are you observing the world differently within your friend groups, within our community, maybe within some close people? How culture really does impact people differently not seeing it from this lens? That's a question for both of you. So you, whoever wants to go first. You want to go first? I can go first. I remember one of the experiences I remember very vividly. It was after CultureCon last year and we were all driving to a restaurant. We were all going to celebrate afterwards and you texted me. You were driving in front of me and we were at a red light. Don't worry, everyone. Um, and you texted me. You're like, gosh, look at all these people in their cars. They just look like they just had a really bad day at work. And I just remember thinking like, I think I had had a lot of those days and now I know like, before I go home or on my drive home, I get to reset that. Like if it was a hard day or mm-hmm. usually it's not a hard day. Like I'm usually going home happy and fulfilled from this job, but how many people aren't? And so I just remember that moment of the impact that culture does make. And mm-hmm. especially after that day, I think everyone leaving CultureCon that day was not the unhappy ones in their car. They were mm-hmm. the ones like so excited to go home mm-hmm. and tell somebody about what they experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I've seen it just the way I go home. Like you talk about your driveway days all the time and what that looks like. Like, am I coming home the best version of me? Um, and I've seen what it's done just to my family and I've heard from other people what it's done mm -hmm. to their families, their friends. Um, speaking of friends too, I remember in LOT, we talk about if you have positive, negative or neutral mm -hmm. friends. And I think when I evaluated, most of them were probably in that neutral mm -hmm. zone. I had a few, maybe a few negative, but hardly any positive. And so I just... That was a hard season of, I think, I mean, even through LOT, people will either quit their jobs or break up or lose a lot of friends, but for good reasons, <laughs> because they were taking from you or they weren't giving anything in any capacity. And so that was huge for me, just the way my community looks completely different mm -hmm. since the day I started work here. Friends, family, everything has shifted because of the importance of culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It's a it's a mindset change. Um when you realize your your friend groups, you know, whether it's professional friends, personal friends, family that like they're not all there for you and they mm -hmm. don't have anything to give you whether intended or not intended, right? Mm -hmm. Whether good or bad. Um, and it's understanding that like you have to still go by your own personal timeline. You know, you, you want you want those friends that you've had your whole life. But then it's like they're they're so far behind. It's like why you can't let them drag you back if you're on like the culture train. Right. Like we're going forward. Like like if you're ready to go, you just got to go. You can't wait for your friends. You're like, if you're ready mm -hmm. for the peak. You got to You got to reach the summit. You know what I mean? I mean, I, that was probably an incorrect way of saying that, but you get the gist of it. For sure. Um, and uh, what I've really noticed a lot, too, is I've seen the friends that want to pour into myself and my family and the friends that I, after I hang out with them, these are the friends like, oh, man, I want to keep pouring these guys. Like, I want to mm -hmm. spend more time with them is what I always mm -hmm. say to them. Then I have, I've had those friends. Where I'm like, yeah, it was a good time seeing them. But like, if I didn't see him for another six months, it's okay, you know. And for I'm sure. like, mm -hmm. why am I wasting my time with that? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, they can be the Facebook friends. So I see we kind of keep up here, there. Like, oh hey, I haven't seen you in a while, but why am I not putting more time into the friends personally and professionally? Of like, these is this is these are the people I want to serve. That I know that how I serve them, they will serve me back the yeah. same, if not more. Mm -hmm. You know. So I it's so yeah, it's been crazy to think about that and you do see those people that are dreading coming home from work just exhausted you know just they're they're like i want to sit in traffic i don't want to go home because i need to recharge that mm -hmm. and it it's crazy to think like there are ways for them to recharge they just don't know it yet they have to go through mm -hmm. something like lot mm -hmm. to really be like oh man i do i do have those days like i'm not alone mm -hmm. so yeah it's yeah it's crazy it's good it stuff crazy. though I think you know, and that a lot of folks in society they 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 struggle with that friend thing of of I don't want to feel like I'm leaving somebody behind or these different things or what do, what other people think about me and it's it's amazing how many people to various degrees live their lives with the expectations of other people mm -hmm. and like we always say a better you is better for everybody but it really comes down to this value. Like when you really value yourself at a, at a high enough level, I'd, I've never left anybody behind ever. Mm -hmm. People have chosen to stay. Mm -hmm. They right. know the value. And, and I think when you start to value yourself and then know the work that you've put in, like if you've done the work and you become a better version of yourself, you know you're coming into those conversations mm -hmm. with more to offer. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not better than you. Mm -hmm. I just value my time. It's not, it's mm -hmm. not a waste of time necessarily. 
but it's if you're not going to do anything with it, it's like, why are we having this conversation? I want to, can I be challenged? <laughs> you know? Okay. And so it's valuing ourselves enough to say, again, time is finite, right? It is. You don't have enough time. Actually, I'm, as I was thinking about just the other day, uh, part of the speech I'll do at, at CultureCon is around sacrifice. You know, again, we're all sacrificing something. And when I'm, we were at this week, I was at an event in a late, three nights in a row, one of them was Snoop, so it's not like I was really working in that one. <laughs> but but again, uh, two other events, so you're home late and I'm sacrificing time with my family. And so then the other small slivers of time, if it's not valuable or doing something, I should I don't give enough time to my wife and the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So valuing ourselves differently in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I, I challenge even just a uh, graduation this week, you know, I said, you know, you are your greatest asset, right? Mm-hmm. Invest like it. Mm-hmm. And everyone gets it, we understand that. What, uh, as you think about that, what are some of the last year, year and a half, what are some of those intentional investments that you've made into yourselves? Because we talk about one of the, the key pillars of culture or, or, or dimensions of culture is personal, right? You have to invest in yourself. Now, obviously, there's some of it that, you know, you guys hear a million times over because you're in the trainings, those type of things. But what, what intentionality have you had investing into yourself where you are clearly a better version of yourself today than you were when you first started here? For me, absolutely. uh, One of the biggest issues I had, um, especially coming out of college, was um, my communication skills. So I really struggled with conflict. And, uh, you know, it stems back to childhood and, you know, I love my parents but it was always like uh, it was their rules right their house their rules so i never had a had a voice so whenever i now as an adult whenever i did get dealt with conflict whether it's my own fault whether it's someone else's fault whether it's nobody's fault but it's something we have to solve um i would shut down i wouldn't know how to communicate and Mm -hmm. i would just start mumbling uh so one thing that i really took especially in these last two years of being here was like okay these are the guys that like nope culture they communicate well like they can talk to anybody and get their message across but i one thing i learned is that you change you adjust the delivery of the message based on the person mm-hmm. so that's something i really tried to observe um for my for myself and like okay how can i do that because i know that it's going to benefit me one mm-hmm. day right and then by doing that i realized like oh man i'm kind of doing something for myself like mm-hmm. i'm not doing this to like oh so i can like do better my job it's like no, I just want, I want to be a better communicator. I want to do more. I want to be able to speak to people and have clarity when I speak. So it's definitely something that I've, I've really soaked in these last couple of years of like, how do I communicate and how do I communicate the message that I wanted to want to deliver the, the way that person wants to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, what we always say was it uh message message received the way it's delivered or something like that. It's not much of sense. Message received. There it is. Cash money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would say there's another thing we talk about in LOT is selfish, selflessness through th- selfishness. Yeah. Well, that's a tongue twister. Um, so that's been something that I have grown a ton in. I struggled with boundaries for a long time where even with friends, I would just say yes to anyone that wanted to hang out. And I mean, part of that was being single and whatever. Um, but working here I've learned to say yes to the things that actually make me happy and I'm actually passionate about and so um I just remember even when I started I was still in the phase of kind of saying yes to everything and then we had mm-hmm. so many community things going on here work events going on here so I was trying to do that and be married and be a new mom and do all of the things and I just remember it was I was drained all the time and it 
it wasn't because I wasn't doing good things. I was just doing too many of too many good things, but not the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been that's been really huge. I feel like I'm very clear now on what things get to take a place on my calendar and what things don't, um, whether that be friends, community events. Um, and so that's helped me grow that friendship too with the people that actually are passionate about the same things. Mm-hmm. And most of the rooms I'm in now are all the people that care about the same things. I'm in even being at the MB event last mm-hmm. night. Um, those are a bunch of people that feel the same way I do about this community and want to do the same things I want to do. And I wasn't giving myself time to be in those rooms before because I was hanging out with neutral friends or spending time doing things by myself. So that's been that's been huge for me, the mm-hmm. taking care of myself so that I can truly give to those things. Yeah, that's a big deal. I think a huge part of what's crazy, like we all know, we talk about vulnerability for a minute. Um, we all are gravitate. We all gravitate towards those who are vulnerable because it says you're human. You're not trying mm-hmm. to hide because we know nobody's perfect. We know this inherently, mm-hmm. but yet at the same token, we put up walls and we don't want to show our vulnerable side when mm-hmm. that's a part of leadership for me. Like, and I'm I'm trying to find even more of like being an open book to say like this isn't all perfect. We'll never claim that think 3D is perfect, mm-hmm. right? We have our bumps and bruises and various things along the road. But again, I always challenge folks to say, you know are you a better version of yourself? And so can you clearly say and articulate that better version? But along that, we all are works in progress, Mm -hmm. right? We're all a work in progress. And so uh, I'll go first with this one, but you guys can think about your answer to it. What is something that that you know you have to work on, that you're still a work in progress, but but obviously your your confidence is there to push forward. What is something that you are wrestling with or still working on? Uh, for me, I'll, I'll say, you know, mine, even as I came home last night and I was, I was planning out my weekend again, I don't like that word balance because it, we always, we always talk against work-life integration. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just making sure that even amongst like my girls or my wife or the important people in your life, sometimes, cause there's a million things that you can do that is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm am I making sure that I have the appropriate mix of those type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I, I say, I always say all the time, I wanna be a 5%, have a 5% marriage. For me to have a 5% marriage, I have to be hold myself to the standard of being a 5% husband. Mm-hmm. And in that, I know at times I fall short of that. And there's not an excuse, you can all have an excuse, there's a million and one excuses, but no good reasons, mm-hmm. right? And so that's something that just even hit me Last night and realizing all week long I've been home, mm-hmm. I was close to bedtime, those type of things. But that's, you know, I wrestle with that mixed with there's a million good things that mm-hmm. you always can do. And especially, mm-hmm. the, the, as you guys know, there's so many th- issues in our community that need us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my family needs me as well. So that's, mm-hmm. that's something that I personally just am wrestling with and working on a working progress of finding that balance, if you would. Um, that's my area. What's something that for you guys that you know that I'm a work in progress in this area of my life? You got one? I do have one. Okay, you not have it. one? I'm still brewing it. Okay, you're brewing? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I can definitely attest to like what, you, what you're working through. That's definitely one of the things I'm working through too as a dad with a two-year-old and trying to be a husband, business owner, father, brother, son, grandson, like, you know, all, a lot of that is something that I need to work through as well. But I've, what I've come to realize is that all of that stress, all the anxiety of trying to like find, find a balance between all the integration between all that is um, me setting too high of expectations on myself. You know, um, 
I think for a lot of people, they we know we all set ourselves up for failure by mm-hmm. expecting too much success yeah. out of us, yeah. right? Um, and so for me, it's definitely like I need to recalibrate what it means to be to be successful, right? We talk about that of like, what is your definition of success? And I've, I've one thing I've learned is I don't really have my own sense of success yet. I have mm-hmm. the sense of success is like. As a father, this is what it means to be successful. As a husband, this is what it means. As a business owner, this is what it means, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, for just myself, what does that mean? And that's something that I think is going to be a journey, especially coming to this next year, this uh, this next phase of my life. Um, that like is like, okay, what does it truly mean for Tommy Tran to be to be successful? Not mm-hmm. Tommy the father, not Tommy the business owner, not Tommy the husband, not Tommy the son brother. It's just Tommy Tran. Look at yourself in the mirror. What makes you happy? What makes you successful for mm-hmm. yourself? You know, so that's something I'm gonna really dive in deep to. Especially, you know, when you're not working a regular full time job, you know, you can take that really take that time when it makes sense, when it's your optimal time, and like soak it in. Like, all right, let's sit down. Let's like write it out. Let's just go crazy with it. You know, mm-hmm. and with that too, I'm just gonna realize that like and listen to my wife a little bit more about. You know, she's always telling me, like, oh, you're a good husband. You're a good dad. Like, don't worry about it. And I'm going to try to listen to her, like, 5%, 10% more. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah. I'll give you that one one time, right? I did yeah. get you guys ice cream. You know, I'll take that. You know, I <laughs> yeah. did break and let you have that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to be uh, working on and brewing on. And, I mean, a year from now is, like, if I can see 5 10% improvement from that, that would be phenomenal. Even just one thing that's, like, okay, this at least one thing I came up with is like, okay, I can do this. Like, I did this to be happy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then we'll work on the next one and the next one and spend the rest of my life figuring it out. Love it. Love it. I think mine's kind of like a weird mix of the two of them. I think a lot of it is balance, but a lot of it is also just self stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, having a family is is hard when you also want to be in the community a lot mm-hmm. and being gone at night is hard. I felt that same thing this week. We were at a lot of the same events and stuff. And so... Um, her being sad that I wasn't there to tuck her in or whatever it is. Um, But that plays into also figuring out who my identity is outside of those things has been weird because my transitions like from single to married to mom and now I'm expecting a baby in August. Mm -hmm. um, Those all feel like really big identity changes, but not like my core identity. Mm -hmm. And I think I've let it dictate my core identity Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, And so just figuring out again, like how do I stay true to what my passion is passions are and bring that into being a mom, being a friend, being a business owner, being being an employee. How do I bring all of those together? Because I mean, truly, I think I was selfish at first too when I became, I think most of us are when you get married or have mm-hmm. kids for the first time. I just expected them to just come into my life and enjoy all of the things I enjoy and mm-hmm. you will just like the same things I do. Yep. And quickly learning that that's not always the case very very quickly yes even our daughters played soccer against each other last night i was very aggressive at eight years old she is dancing on the sidelines <laughs> and we're not <laughs> twirling her hair on the field and so she's even, not getting recruited yeah <laughs> yes so even things like that just letting go of the selfishness of like i also need to invest time in what she's interested in she isn't naturally interested in the things that i am mm-hmm. and especially with the baby coming too like i will have to sacrifice some things but it's for the good of this family. And also they'll have to sacrifice things to make sure I'm okay as a mom. Um, and so, yeah, finding the balance of that is is really hard. I think a lot of women feel that too because we want to give, give, give. A lot of people want to give, but women specifically, I feel like 
our hearts are drawn to that. And so where do we draw the line and take care of ourselves at the same time? Yeah, that's really good. Let's talk potential for a minute. Um, obviously, you guys have had a front row seat to what we've been able to accomplish as a team, as a business. You guys have a front row seat of, you, you know the picture of what we're trying to accomplish in this community. <clears throat> just from a potential side of it for Think 3D, just for a minute. What has you excited about what's <clears throat> been happening, where, where, where we're going as a community, the investments that we made what gets you excited? Because you guys see where the, the down road impacts are happening mm-hmm. three years, five years, 10 years down the road as you think about the city of Sioux Falls. What type of things are you looking forward to or what potential do you see? Because uh, obviously, even though you guys, you, as you're moving on to your own business and, and different opportunities, you obviously will still be a part of these things, right? Mm-hmm. What type of things are you excited about that you say, I, I, we had a hand in that? We, we see the momentum happening for the city of Sioux Falls in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, for me, it's definitely the things that we're doing that this community is doing for the underserved population, mm-hmm. um, with the, the soccer, the whole soccer league that's going on and stuff, you know, to be able to see something like that in an area that's not the glitz and glam. It's not like the nice, you know, yanked and trail areas is, this is like a neighborhood, right? This is, um, it's like the kind of neighborhood like I grew up in and I didn't have, we, I mean, there was a, nothing like that was ever around as a kid. You know, we had to make our own entertainment on a Saturday and do whatever, which is just as important, but to, for, for these kids to have potential that one day could be a citywide event that like, it's like, cool, we can create rivalry. We can create camaraderie within our neighborhoods versus like everybody's kind of for themselves. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Like, Oh man, like, you're not gonna be able to make it to the game without a ride. Like we got you, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's so that's so important. I, I I love that. Like we're we're diving deep into that, and like people genuinely see that. Like man, I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I get why we gotta take care of these people because there's there's some true talent out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's talent. There's bright minds, and the hard part is that they're just in, um, they're just in like unlucky areas, right? Just in areas. They're not in areas of like high opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't you don't expect a kid that lives like on like Duluth, the downtown, right? In the old in these old how hundred year old houses, like you don't expect them to like go out and do something big. You expect them to kind of stay within a mile of their home, yeah. right? Where they know. And then you know the influence of their around is like no, no, no. There's there's some gems out there. We just have to be willing to dig in the dirt a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that the city is really like is finally willing to do that. Yeah, yeah, love it. I think what I've grown to appreciate so much in my time here is because I think I've done a lot of nonprofit work. I've done a lot of community work, but I never had the connections to really make it any bigger than like three of us in a neighborhood wanting the kids to play soccer. Mm -hmm. And it never grew from that. Um, And so what I've appreciated so much is seeing like the work that you guys have put in. It's been 10, 20, so many years of making these connections and now like seeing it all come full circle. Like the soccer league that's happening is such a true example of that the companies that are now a part of this and supporting this and seeing the real change that this is going to bring to our city that this is revolutionary for what this could mean for these kids in these neighborhoods um that's something i'm so excited about i think there's so many good things in the city happening that you wouldn't get to see unless you were in a role like this sometimes and so that's been so cool for me is i've been just trying to dig into as many different areas as i can the community table talks the soccer league leaders of tomorrow i was in the leadership sioux falls program like 
all these things that I wouldn't have probably known about or taken the time to research about. Um, so yeah, I mean, the soccer league is one that I for sure want to stay involved in mm -hmm. the table talks. Um, I already went through my calendar and everything that we already have scheduled out is on my personal calendar. Mm -hmm. Like I will be there. Um, so yeah, just the work it takes to make those happen, but then the good things that come from all that work, like it takes time, it takes energy. Um, and to get to be a part of those efforts has been mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. Good stuff happening. Uh, let's switch to personal uh, potential. Um, as you obviously when we talk about the soil process, we look back, you see the growth that you've had over this last few years. As you look forward, what is what is the potential in front of you? What 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 has you excited about this next chapter of your life? What the things that, that are on the horizon for you? What are some of the things that that has you excited? Gets you up out of bed? Uh, looking forward to what what's ahead of you guys? Mm. Want to take this one first? Yeah, I can go first. Yeah. Um, so I am having a baby in August, which is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's terrifying and exciting all at the same time. Um, so I feel like I've gotten a chance to become a really good mom over the last year and a half of being a stepmom, And so um, I got to kind of skip the newborn years the first time around being <laughs> stepmom. Um, so I'm just excited for that, the ways that um, I've just been trying to talk to as many mom working friends as I can about how your patience has to grow, how so many things in you get to grow during that time. Um, so I feel a little ahead of the game because I have a stepdaughter, but mm -hmm. that is super exciting. And then in the next role I'll be in, there will be a little bit of flexibility. My family all lives kind of all over the place in Rapid City, Wyoming, kind of everywhere. Um, so to be able to go see them and work from there for a few days at a time and mm -hmm. things like that, to be able to continue to grow those relationships, those are super important to me. And so, um, yeah, that makes me really excited personally for that too. So lots of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. As the father of a two-year-old toddler right now, who is, <laughs> who is, uh, who's, who's Only a second child. Only tell me good things. He was a second child, but technically is the only kid right now. Acts wild, truly wild. <laughs> um, I am not a patient person, but when you learn patience, uh, it's it's it it changes your perspective on the way they act and like understanding the like you know what they do this and they tan do tantrums because they don't know how to communicate yet. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, it was a parallel. I realized like adults there's a lot of adults that also don't know how to communicate their emotions and which is why they throw tantrums mm -hmm. so you know, it's a it's a beautiful skill you're gonna learn if you can handle a two-year-old toddler who doesn't know what snack he wants in the morning <laughs> i think you're gonna be just fine hey. like you're gonna be golden you can talk I'm to prepared. anybody yes um so for me uh this is really the first time ever that i've uh invested in myself and taken a chance in myself you know mm -hmm. um I've always been in a survival mindset. Like I, you know, as a as a man, I gotta like I gotta pay the bills, right? That's priority number one. I gotta feed my family. I gotta make sure my family's needs are met. I gotta make sure my brother's needs are met. I gotta make sure my son, like I gotta make sure everybody else's needs are met, like works met, like before I considered my own. And so by the time I get to myself, I've only ever had maybe ten percent left to, to get to like give to myself, you know. Mm -hmm. And that at that point, I'm like, so I'm gonna go to bed earlier. Mm -hmm. This is like that's that's my that's juice. your reward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cool, cool, nice job. You can go to bed at like midnight, you know. So it's this. This is gonna be the first time where I'm really gonna invest in myself and being like, okay, like your future is wide open. What do you want to do, mm -hmm. right? And knowing that I have such a strong support system, like shout out to my wife Lexi. You know, she's been yelling at me for a long time. Like, I don't understand why you do all this stuff for us, but nothing, literally nothing for yourself. And it's like, 
I don't know how to do it for myself. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited to go on that journey of like, how do I, how do I, you know, how do I be selfish? And in turn that becomes selfless behavior for everybody else around me, right? They're yeah. gonna see me as a, as a stronger, a healthier person. They're gonna see me as someone's like, dang, okay, he's winning out here. I feel his energy. Like I'm, he, he, he's radiating good energy. Yeah. I want that energy. I want that juice, right? I need the milk. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And it really is a, it really is a, I'm going up beyond a uh, shout to Adam Steve, a, um, I'm not trying to survive more. I'm trying to thrive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. That's what I'm really excited for. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys too. Is, I mean, we always we talk about the the real secret of success is found through self discovery and mm-hmm. so taking that time to find yourself or redefine it like life is about seasons mm-hmm. those type of things. Uh, last general question is we talk about success mindset. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. I I don't put mindset as one word because it's just a thing. What's your mindset here? What's your mm-hmm. mindset there? Um, set to set something is is a verb. You know, mm-hmm. as you guys think about your growth and your journey and success, because again, a lot of people struggle. We talked about 95% of people don't have their own personal custom definition of success. Right. Therefore, if you don't know what it is to you, you'll never be successful. But a part of this is the journey. It's the process. What are some of the ways that you see yourself different today than you did when you first, before you started working here that you're setting your mind with intention that will set you up for success or the journey that you're ahead of you? How, what are you doing to set your mind towards success mm. on the journey ahead? Mm. I think a big thing for me has intentionally figuring out what I really feel put here for. Like, what am I on this earth and in these roles and in these positions Mm -hmm. to do? Like, who and what am I supposed to be impacting? And I don't think I had ever intentionally done that. I just kind of did the things that sounded fun or sounded cool. Um, And a lot of those times I ended up burnt out. Um, And so this is the first time in this job that I, we are encouraged to take the time to figure that out Mm -hmm. and be intentional about that. And so success that way has just changed for me so much like if i if i know those things then what am i doing with that knowledge Mm -hmm. so i've come to the point where like now i know who and what i am supposed to be impacting where i'm supposed to be serving Mm -hmm. and then i'm doing it and i think i missed that last step for a long time i maybe had the ideas in my head and Mm -hmm. you just don't do it and so that's been that's been huge for me and encouraging others to do it now too it's our culture Mm -hmm. con theme this year Mm -hmm. like don't just have the idea do it Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it's kind of tough. Uh, I think for me is like before coming here, it was just like, I just want to do cool stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, that was like all I had was like pay my bills and then do cool stuff in the meantime. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized the difference is like, what's the difference between a passion and a hobby? Right. You know, and then finding passion and truly in the things that you do. So like, I, I love doing videos. I love making videos, but like, it's not just the video part that like, that's like the hobby, right? That's like, that's a fun technical thing to do, but I'm learning that the real passion behind what I do is it's the interactions with the people. It's, it's the stories you get to hear, right. And the stories you get to tell from those conversations, right. It's like, man, we're going to make some match together and it's going to have an impact, whether it's literally, you know, we're just talking about new AI with um, with with one of our clients. We're like doing demonstration. I'm like, I would never have known about this. This is fascinating. Like, I, there's so much, there's so much I would have never been able to soak in and enjoy if I didn't do for video. So I appreciate it for that. But really, it's like that. Oh man, I get to learn about some cool stuff. I get to talk to cool people, and so 
you know, it's it's like you said, and Jesus says it too, is like you guys are finding the reason you're put on this earth because you're put here for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You, you Like there's a purpose behind you being here, and I think I'm finding that that purpose myself, and it's it's like beyond just doing the video stuff. I'm not just a video guy anymore, right? Like that's not my title. I'm mm-hmm. like I'm a person who loves to learn and experience life. Yeah. So I'm so coming out of this is like that's what I need to like strive for is like how do I experience life? How do I get those conversations? How do I learn about those stories? And then how do I tell them in a compelling way? Well, I know how to do it through video, so I'm gonna do it that way. But remembering that the forefront of things, it's like you're trying to experience as much as you can before mm-hmm. your time's up. You know, granted I'm Asian, so I'll probably live to like 95 or something. So I got <laughs> you got plenty of time. You yeah. got time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I love about it. I mean, again, both you guys being, you know, in your 20s. So much, so much ahead of you, and so much potential, and you know, for most people, again, they they say that the one of the books I reference a lot is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, and it said the when he studied out the success of five hundred of the most successful people over a twenty five year period of time, the average age of when they started the career that made them successful, and that was just financial success predominantly, but it was it was in their forties. Mm-hmm. So you guys having this jump start to say. You're actively figuring it out now. Again, what is ahead is is exciting for me, and I think too. Uh, part of it for me is a to just appreciate both your guys' character because again, I think it says a lot of both ends of it, right? You know, both the time you came to mm-hmm. us back in October and said, "Hey, I want to take this leap." You know, mm-hmm. a little nervous about it. I'm like, I, it, you have it, you have it in you. Like you, mm-hmm. you have your own business. You get to work with your wife every single day mm-hmm. to build your own legacy in that space. And so I knew it was a win thing. And I was like, how long? And he's like, I'm, I'll get, you know, four or five months, six months. You gave us some time, right? Mm-hmm. It says a lot about because you could have said two week notice, right, and mm-hmm. just left. But I think at the same token, you realize what we're trying to build here and don't want to leave us out. Breathe the same thing again. There's nervous. Is like, mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't looking. Someone yeah. made an offer. Yeah. I'm like. No, this is about, you know, we want to celebrate you guys, appreciate you guys for what you've contributed. You've been a part of this this thing that we're trying to build. And, you know, what we always said, Bonnie and myself, if anyone leaves, we want them to leave better. Mm-hmm. And I think clearly and presently you guys are both have left better, both come from the obviously culture we built, but your guys' contribution. Mm-hmm. It's been huge to that. So, again, with that, I thank you um, from the bottom of my heart. Absolutely. For those things. So, uh, as you guys know how we end these podcasts. Yes. We're going to the cards. Oh, I thought we were doing hands. Yeah. I was like, I gotta go. This might be this might be my last ask. Yes. The only time I might. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, you just get a different one, so uh, we'll see Ooh. who grabs okay. the first one. There's a lot of pressure if you don't grab the first one because you're stuck with the second. One. All right. <laughs> I'm a gambling man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so are you taking the first one or the second one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be interested if Tommy took this one. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Is crying a sign of weakness or strength? Oh, where does it come from, or where does your opinion on this come from? Ooh, okay. So, just for context, I'm I'm not a person that cries a lot. I'm not a very emotional person, which is why this this question is interesting. Um, but I do have a good um, I do have a a good view on crying, especially um, especially as a man. I think one of the most powerful tools a man or any person can have is the ability to tap in their emotions, right? And really, really soak into their emotions and like use that to, not as like to guide it, because obviously, you know, when you make a decision off emotions, it's usually not the best decision, right? But there is those emotions, those feelings of like, oh man, it's heavy in my chest. Like I just gotta do this, like I believe in this, right? So yeah, I think crying is good. Crying lets go of a lot of things. Um, 
it's something I guess I'm working on, right? Is what does it mean to how like how do I let go of my emotions and uh, cry it out a little bit from here and there? Like what that looks like. Yeah, so I'm glad it, I didn't get that when I'm pregnant. So yes, I usually don't cry, but apparently now I do. Yes, yes. So. If you need, if I you can't need answer cry, that one. If you need to cry, let it go. Let it go. Like it's good for you. Trust yes. me. Yes. Sorry. All right, we're gonna go right here. Oh, this is the index card. Instructions. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nice. Wow, you got lucky there. I did. That means this is gonna be extra. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> How are you pursuing the things you love? Oh man. Mm. Mm. I feel like I alluded to a lot of it, I guess, finding the parts of this community that do have such a piece of my heart and giving giving time to those. Um, I also love family. And so having a baby, like that's that's a huge thing is um, making a bigger family. And I, I love that. I love being a mom. I love being a wife. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love sports. And so the soccer league, getting to be a part of that has been another thing I love. So pursuing that and mm-hmm. and helping that launch off in this community. So, yeah. Fantastic. Cash money. Well, good stuff. Any parting words from you? Just thank you to folks. you guys, too. Yeah. Like I know you got to thank us, but that comes from mm-hmm. both of us. I know like my time here has been absolutely invaluable and far more than I expected it to be. I kind of mm. came in, we were four and five, so I don't yeah. think either of us really knew what to expect, but no. it's been, I only have good things to say on my way out. Mm. So thank you for, yes, absolutely. for letting us be here. It's, uh, <laughs> I've been talking to Lex about this. Like, It's a very bittersweet oh, thing, yes. right? Because it's like, I'm not leaving a bad culture. I'm not leaving bad people. I'm leaving good people, a good culture, mm-hmm. good company with purpose, right? right. And it's like, dang. But I don't, I don't got I don't got a complaint though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like I but like it's knowing that like you guys would be more mad at us. They're like, well, why aren't you pursuing that? Mm-hmm. You know, like right. why aren't you doing that thing? If you believe it, well, like what have we told you? If you believe it, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it was more of like a more of like a dad moment of like a well, son, like if <laughs> if you got to go, just go. Like, <laughs> yeah, fly, fly, little bird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like tossing us out there, and it's like. But it's also this like, God, I feel I feel good, though. Like, mm-hmm. I feel confident that I can do this. Yeah. You know, like the skills, the things I've learned, the people I've gotten to meet is like, I'm a, I'm a very different person than I was when I first came in through those doors in this room that had a red wall. Shout out Vonnie <laughs> for painting a red wall that looked like blood. Um, yeah. Um, and I mean, really lasting is for all you out there. Live your life, player. Live your life, player. We'll go with that. Well, Tommy's gonna, parting yeah. words. Yeah. Parting words. Live your life, player. Uh, again, success is, is that progressive realization of a worthy ideal. You guys are either have it or redefining it. We always will redefine that. And so, again, mm-hmm. again, you guys are both a success in my eyes. Uh, and I, I'm excited about obviously, we'll, this is, you know, we're, we'll stay connected because you're part of the LT community. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's bow, forever. Bow. Uh, so, again, appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll see everyone else on the next episode. Peace. All right. No hand in. Hand in. <laughs> So I had two ponytails in, and about three minutes in, this one broke. Nice. I heard it, and I felt it. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. <laughs> that was funny.